Taste it. What's on your plate? Is it good? Is it great? Come on, don't hesitate. Sit on down with the unbougie food. When you're cooking at home, wanna set the right tone? Just pick up the phone. Sit on down with the unbougie food. Good morning, Twin Cities. This is Wesley Wright, your unbougie foodie. Thank you so much for tuning in this morning. Yes, we have reached Saturday. (laughs) It's such a good day. It really is. Um, But it's supposed to be in the 50s today. And then tomorrow we're supposed to be in the 60s. Anyway, I know folks are already probably ready to pull out their grills or do whatever and just really be out in the sun yeah well that's what we're asking and encouraging you to do (laughs) but first and foremost you got to sit down and have some breakfast and think about food and breaking fast and so forth all like that so take a few moments if you would and just sit down with me have your cup of coffee and whatever breakfast maybe a danish or muffin or cereal (laughs) uh, that you might have And just enjoy a few moments with me, if you would, an hour. You know, it'll help you start your day. I want to encourage you to uh, feel free to call in to the radio station and to the show, which is by dialing 651-200-3479. Once again, 651-200-3479. I don't know, I'm a little nasally today, but I think it's because of the weather, you know, changing so quickly. Anyway don't worry it's not it's not (laughs) COVID-19 I assure you I know that's on the minds of so many people so yeah let me tell you remember because you're dealing with food and so forth and whatever you're doing remember to wash your hands (laughs) just gonna say that at the beginning of the show Uh, once again I just want to thank you for taking the time to support and to listen to the Unbougie Foodie Show here on WEQY 104.7 FM Um, we are on the east side of St. Paul but if you're interested in listening wherever you are, nationwide worldwide, you could go to www.tunein.com or download the TuneIn app and then just simply search for WEQI. That's the call letters to the radio station. And then, you know, make sure that you're sitting down and getting ready at 10 o'clock. Because, you know, my show is every Saturday at 10 a.m. Uh, that will give you an opportunity to listen to the show wherever you are. So if you're on your mobile device or if you're streaming it through your computer, you have all opportunities in which to do so. But let us get started with the show. Oh, uh, but... 
let me also add about social media. So if you're not familiar with me, please feel free to go on to Facebook and look up The Unbougie Foodie. If you like to look at food photos and just find out you know, where I've been, what I've been doing and so forth, it is under Instagram. It is The Underscore Unbougie Foodie. And then for Twitter, it is at UnbougieFoodie. And then I'd also like to invite you to visit my website too, which is www.theunbougiefoodie.com. Again, you will find past episodes. You will find um, articles that I've written for a community newspaper uh, and just maybe some blogs that I'll talk about where I've been, what I've done uh, or where I've eaten, I should say. Um, and we share our little quip about maybe a place or something. So yeah, please, there's a social media. Uh, if you have any questions, you know that you could get in contact with me either by calling the radio station, uh, sending me an email, which is the unbougiefoodie at gmail.com or send me a message on Facebook. Love to communicate in all types of areas of social media. So, you know, that's out there. <laughs> All right. Um, so notice, remember I mentioned a few moments ago about fasting or just kind of like breaking your fast, you know, breakfast, whatever. Um, it was something I thought was quite, it was interesting to kind of talk about because, you know, new opportunities of trying to lose weight or finding what's best for you uh you know it's a journey it really is i mean i'm saying that on a personal level but even so you know for individuals that are listening to the show it's important for it to be your own journey and finding your own way in which to do that and one of the things that someone suggested or that I heard in conversation and suggested to me, um, intermittent fasting. And you're probably wondering, okay, what is intermittent fasting or, you know, how is it going to affect me? What does it do for me? Um, well, here's a few. I found something online talking about uh, fasting 101 so basically it is the beginner's guide to fasting intermittent fasting uh i'm quite sure in conjunction with living a plant-based lifestyle or choosing to live a plant-based lifestyle uh and intermittent fasting will help or aid in your weight loss uh and i shouldn't even just say weight loss i should just indicate it as the improvement of your health and taking care of yourself. But with the weight loss and will come along with it. But let's consider what uh, intermittent fasting is. You know, intermittent fasting is an eating pattern that cycles between periods of fasting and eating. So it doesn't really specify what type of foods that you, you know, you should eat, but it's when you should eat them. So clearly this is it's not a diet. Um you know, in, you know, most people might say, oh, well, you know, isn't this kind of like, in a sense, a diet? No, not really. 
it's really just setting out or determining a specific eating pattern when you're supposed to eat. So one of the, I guess, methods that they indicated um, that this article is indicating is that the common intermittent fasting methods involves um, a 16-hour daily fast or maybe fasting for 24 hours, twice per week. Uh, it's really has been a practice, you know, throughout human existence and as we change or as we we grow um, just year by year or just over this, I'll say over the centuries, but just, you know, as we have evolved as humans, um, the article goes on to say that hunter, uh, ancient hunter gatherers didn't have supermarkets, refrigerators and foods and so forth. So they couldn't find there were times where they couldn't find anything to eat. Especially when, you know, hello, they didn't have food available year round. So we had to evolve and be able to function without food for kind of extended periods of time. And it really was a more natural way of eating um, than what, three to four times uh, or more meals per day. So there are those that right now they still um, have that practice or um, you want to call it a practice? Yeah. I mean, you know, for li- religious reasons or for spiritual reasons and, uh, and speaking um, oftentimes of uh, individuals that are of the Islam, um, uh, uh, Jewish, um, even within Christianity or those that practice Buddhism, um, they also have times when they are uh, fasting if you would so again keep in mind that it's not it's not a diet it really is just really determining a time period when you're supposed to be eating you know so it's it's not some admittedly i I was until doing some research and finding out a little bit more about it and i'm quite sure that there is so much more that i could I personally can learn as well as you know those that are in the community uh, maybe they might be able to help educate me or maybe are interested in it and never thought about it now you have an opportunity to get an idea of what it is uh, at the beginner's guide if you would intermittent fasting 101 so there are different methods like we talked about I think um, there are we're, we're going to talk about maybe like the popular ones right now um, because they mentioned that there are several ways of doing fasting all of them of course uh, involving splitting the day or the week into eating and fasting periods um, and within the that fasting period you could either eat very little or nothing at all but uh Again, like I said, we're gonna we're gonna kind of focus on, you know, just a few of the the more popular fasting methods. So the first one, it is called um, the sixteen eight method. Uh, it's referred to as the Lian Gaines protocol. So it involves skipping breakfast and then restricting your daily eating period to eight hours 
such as 1 to 9 p.m. Uh, and then you'll fast for 16 hours in between. So from that time period, you know, you can only eat, you know, those within the, the eight hours. And then 16 hours, you're fasting. So I think we're going to go into more detail, a little bit more because you're thinking, okay, for 16 hours, I'm like, okay, I'm probably sleeping maybe uh, through what eight hours, six, well, six to eight hours, depending upon who you are. And then what happens during the rest of the time period that I'm either awake, you know, which is, you know, during your, you know, daily, you know, doing daily things, uh, working, whatnot. Uh, what do I do during that time period? So I think we're going to go into that in a little bit further, um, uh, further detail. But that's your time period. That's the 16-8 method. So you're fasting for uh, 16 hours and for eight hours, you within that time period, you are eating um, specifically between 1 and 9 p.m. Uh, the next one is uh, Eat, Stop, Eat. That involves fasting for 24 hours. Um, that's once or twice a week. Uh, for instance, um, as an example, not eating from dinner one day until dinner the next day. If you could do that. <laughs> um, uh, over time period, you can imagine that your body will uh, you know, adjust. But, uh, you know, I think you it's probably best to take it slow. <laughs> you know, you can't really just jump right in it and you don't want to set yourself up for for failure or disappointment, you know, that I wasn't able to do this the way that I wanted to. You know, it wasn't successful. You know, that's 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 the Virgo in me. I, that's just how it comes out. Um but yeah, uh eat stop eat. Uh I think for me that would probably be the hardest one. Um, but, ugh. yeah, I, ugh. I, I don't know because when, if you're on a, for instance, a, a meal plan or you're working out, you're, you're going to be hungry. And if you're active and doing things throughout the day, uh, you're going to be hungry. <laughs> so again, this is something that you're going to have to actually work up to and the eat, stop, eat plan method if you would even though it is popular i don't think it's one that you just kind of like want to jump right in you know what i mean so the next one is the five two diet um so it's like with this method you know you have to consume what five to six hundred calories um, on two consecutive days of the week but then eat normally the other uh five days of the week uh, that one seems kind of uh, acceptable um, yeah that one also seems like attainable the first one and the third one that we're talking about those seem very very attainable I mean especially when you're a person if you're a person that is just beginning that process of, uh, of fasting of learning how to fast so, uh, yeah, I, I I think those 
the first and, and the third one. So the five. So basically, it's the five two ratio diet. Basically, is that that third one is the last method, and not. And even though remember we just said that it wasn't really called a diet, they're referring to it here as in the article as the five, um, five to two ratio diet, uh, where you're eating again. Two days out of the week, two consecutive days out of the week, you're consuming 500 to 600 uh, calories, you know, on those two days. And then on the other five days, you're just eating normally. So, I mean, keep it, keep an idea or maybe a a record (laughs) of this is where you're going to need to keep a record of what you're eating during that time, that time period or those two specific days. I personally have never, which I admitted, I'm going to be honest, not that I'm never with you all. Um, I haven't kept a food diary before. Uh, And so I would see, I would say that this would be one of the main reasons why you would need to keep a food diary um, because you want to find out what exactly it is that you're eating throughout the day, especially if you're trying to just consume 500 to 600 calories on those two days on two consecutive days of the week i don't know if that's overall i would think that it's five to six hundred calories per day i don't know if someone has ever really done this um five to two ratio um fasting uh please feel free to call in and give me some i don't know clarification I would really love to find out a little bit more about that um, or even talk to someone that really, if you've done any type of intermittent fasting, it would be great to have a conversation with. It would be great to have a conversation with you. So those are the popular methods. Um, But the article continues on by saying that when you're reducing your calorie intake, all of those methods should actually cause you to lose weight as long as you don't compensate by eating much more during those eating periods. So moderation is still key. Um, And like I, you know, mentioned, you know, and hopefully that's probably the reason why they put it at the forefront. Um, most people do find that the 16-8 method uh, is the simplest. And again, that is when you basically are skipping breakfast and restricting your eating time period um, to eight hours. Um, so that is between 1 p.m. to 9 p.m. And then you fast for the 16 hours uh, in between. So that's, you know, again, the simplest, most sustainable, and the easiest to stick to. And again... <laughs> That's probably, again, the reason why they put it as the very first one. It's the most popular one. But you're probably thinking, okay, well, what does this actually do to my body? Uh, How does it affect me? Uh, I am no nutritionist. Let me just kind of put that out there first. Um, It's information that I've just, you know, looked and wanted to share and have thought about myself personally. Um, It just what? Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, it was very weird because <laughs> I found myself literally 
I don't know what came over me. I, I woke up and went to work. I th well, okay, I think I had maybe like three or mandarin oranges in the morning. Went to work. Um, I have and maybe the maybe that's where my calories are, or whatever. I don't know, but I had for lunch or I don't know if you want to call it that. Um, I do a mixture of cashews, um, um, cranberries, and some pistachios. And then, you know, for my little extra sweet tooth, I will add in some M&Ms, admittedly, yes. Um, I think I had like a cup of that. And then I came home later on. And that, you know, that was through the throughout the day. And then later on, I came home and I'm like, eh, I'm not... I don't feel like eating anything. So I think I grabbed two more um, mandarin oranges and ate that and then kind of went to bed. But it got me think, and you know, <coughs> it got me think, excuse me, it got me thinking. I'm like, I don't feel horrible. I don't feel like I'm starving. Not really. Next day, I, I did kind of feel like, okay, I'm really hungry <laughs> as I should, but, uh, it wasn't like, you know, during the day or throughout, you know, the night, I was like, man, I really want to get up and have something to snack on or whatever. Um, but I felt uh, okay the next morning. It seemed like during that time period, my body responded a little bit differently. And again that's what got me thinking about intermittent fasting it's like i've never really fasted before i take that back when i go to the doctor when we go to the doctor um for like full physical yes 12 hours you know there's a whole fasting time period so I could drink water that was the thing that they mentioned but that's really the only other time so it again had me thinking well maybe I need to kind of think about doing this for myself. You know, I, there are so many different things that I'm thinking about. I know we've already talked about, hey, plant-based, but you know, when you're probably incorporating a number of things, you might be a bit more successful in doing in achieving the goal that you're looking for. And as they say, with like with your money, don't you know, put all your eggs in one basket. Diversify do different things um and even with you know doing exercising or what you can't just simply just do cardio you have to do we work with weights you have to do stretching and um things that will uh, um, help or aid with your flexibility and so forth so it's not just oh well we're gonna just do cardio and call it a day uh well likewise with the various types of ways that you're trying to either lose weight there are a number of different things that you could actually do or should do and i say not you let me make this a bit more personal that i could do that we all could do but again we go back to how does this affect your body how does it affect our bodies well it does affect our cells and our hormones so first and foremost it uh has it you start to have to ask the question, how does it affect my cellular and molecular levels or how is my body going to react? Um, because the body starts to adjust to what foods or when food is actually being taken into your, your body, 
it starts to make that stored body fat more accessible. So during that fasting time period, you'll find that, you know, your body is like, hey, he's not he's not eating anything. Uh, we're, we're feeling kind of neglected. <laughs> we need to kind of use some resources. And that's where your body fat comes, uh, you know, again, a more accessible means uh, for it to use uh, or, or to be used. Your cells then, they start to offer a, a repair process that changes, uh, you know, how your genes react to certain situations. So maybe uh, inflammation uh, in your in your joints or uh, recovery time period, um, you know, after you've exercised or so forth, you know, your cells start to have a, a quicker or uh, a process in repairing but you know there are still other things that uh, go along with that um the your insulin level changes it improves your insulin levels uh, so those insulin levels they drop very dramatically uh we know that having a lower insulin level makes stored body fat more accessible and that's just learning stuff over time period uh again we mentioned already about the cellular repair, you know, this would include, um, you know, where cells atrophy, where cells are digesting and did I say atrophy? No, it's not atrophy. Uh, a atrophy. Well, good Lord. <laughs> Atophagy. <laughs> I'm looking at the word and can't say it for whatever reason. Autophagy. <laughs> it's where your cells digest and remove old and dysfunctional proteins that um, that build up inside cells. So again, that cellular process is then it's improved. Uh, gene expression is uh, the other area that they're saying uh, you know fasting uh, increases or improves on. So that because of that the intermittent fasting your genes are changing in their functionality they help with longevity and you know pro- providing you protection against diseases and, and i've heard that too i have heard that in the past and but it's just within i'd say the last few years that we really see people focusing on fasting what it means how important it is and then again the different types of foods that they are actually intaking so plant-based you know you're certainly going to see all of those um uh, see changes and i I won't say immediately but you know much faster than you probably would have thought there was one other thing too which is uh, hgh which is human growth hormone uh those hormones they help with uh helping your fat loss and also to you know to gain muscle so with that with the intermittent fasting again those hgh levels would start to as they describe skyrocket uh, and make it so much better for or easier for that fat loss and then you'll see the the muscle gain and definition um you know just to 
again, those are the different areas specifically that you're actually going to see that improvement. So, you know, even though we we said that it's not a a, a diet, uh, still, you know, they refer to it as a very powerful weight loss tool. Um, it's the main reason why people do intermittent fasting and hearing conversations from just, I guess, coworkers. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm going to use somebody as an example. Don't worry. I'm not going to use any names, but I, there's a coworker that I know that, I mean, honestly, he's thin already and I get it, <laughs> but he talks about intermittent fasting. And I mean, this person is very thin, not like sickenly, sickingly thin or sickly thin, but I mean, it, it, he's, I don't say, I don't think he's a person that needs to lose weight. That's just my opinion. <laughs> That's just my opinion. And you know, my, everyone has an opinion. Um, I, I think, you know, some individuals, they feel that I feel that some individuals look fine, you know, but. Um, but it was just interesting to hear. And again, uh, maybe he, he does it for whatever reason. We, we never really know. I, unless of course you have the conversation and ask, but I don't see him as a person that needs to lose weight. Um, for others, it may just, you know, from, for instance, like for myself and speak personally, you know, I may find it, it'll, and it'll, boost opportunity for me for weight loss and so forth but intermittent fasting uh, it also is only going to help if you actually consider the type of meals or how often those meals are so making you eat fewer meals that intermittent fasting it's going to lead to automatic reduction in calorie intake I mean that that's a given that's definitely a given and I mean, if you're really trying to figure out you know, how many calories, you know, should you eat per day to, to lose weight and so forth. I mean, that's another that's another uh, topic to, to, you know, to lean on or to go into. But um, on average, if just interested, you know, uh, average person or average woman, I'll say, needs to eat about 2,000 calories today to maintain her weight and 1,500 calories per day to lose one pound of weight per week. Uh, meanwhile, the average man needs 2,500 calories to maintain and 2,000 to lose one pound of weight per week. Um, but again, that depends on various factors, whether it be age, height, current weight, uh, activity levels, uh, metabolic health, and other factors as well so there is a for instance a calorie calculator that you can go to um so if you were really interested in finding what out finding out for instance what for yourself um you could visit or i would encourage you to visit health healthline.com forward slash nutrition forward slash how many calories per day calorie calculator basically just you know how many calories per day once you get there so healthline.com forward slash nutrition forward slash 
how many calories per day calorie calculator. And it'll take you to the article itself, you know, and that's why it's how many calories per day. Um, Yeah. And it'll be, you know, you'll find it. You'll be able to look at that information and see where you would like to be and where what you would need to what type or how many calories um, you would have to intake to begin that process. Um, But again, here it's a bunch of factors that they mentioned that you have to that have to take into consideration. So. You know, we talked about um, you know what it does to your body, but what about you know the health benefits? There are a number of health benefits. Already, we talked about the uh, weight loss. The insulin resistance is one. Um, we know that intermittent fasting helps reduce the inner uh, insulin resistance, so it's going to lower that blood sugar, and you know those should really protect against type 2 diabetes um, the intermittent fasting is going to help with uh, inflammation there have been a number of studies that talked about um, the reduction of inflammation when a person is doing intermittent fasting and you know maybe that's one of the reasons uh, there are a number of reasons of course but that's one of the reasons why doctors want you to do fasting um you know, when you're about to go do physical, a uh, full physical, or you're about to have uh, any type of um, surgery. Um, but again, there could be a number of other reasons. The other benefits or health benefits are heart health. Um, it will, intermittent fasting may reduce bad LDL uh, cholesterol and blood uh, triglycerides. Uh, we already talked about inflammatory. In, in, uh, inflammatory markers or just inflammation in the system in your body in your system um, but it will also lower the blood sugar already talked about the insulin resistance so there are a number of different things but we're here we're just speaking about the heart health all of those things are all still connected you know because you know cholesterol of course built up in your bloodstream uh, can you know or just within your your uh, within your system itself uh, can either cause your heart to overwork. It could cause uh, issues within the uh, artery liner, artery lining, um, preventing blood flow, uh, free flowing, um, and so many others. There are still some other health benefits. You know, intermittent fasting helps prevent uh, against cancer, uh, and that's. They've done that on, on studies with other animals, and you know we're in some way, shape, or form we're you know closely related to animals. You know, with primates, of course, is one example. But still, uh, there have been studies on humans themselves that have found that intermittent fasting, and again, considering what type of foods that we're intaking, will uh, may prevent cancer. What about your brain health? Well, we know that it is going to increase more of your brain functions and those synapses are going to be firing constantly. New nerve cells are going to constantly be uh, uh, generating. Uh, So along with that, it's going to protect against Alzheimer's disease. 
So, you know, keep that in mind. Sometimes, you know, the, and not even sometimes, you know, we think about older folks and maybe, I don't know if, if you're already, if they're already there, I don't want to say that it's too late, but maybe you could slow that process down. If that, that change in thought process uh, is within their, their head. Or maybe the caretaker could help with that. Um, it's hard to talk about that because you never know to what extent maybe your parent, um, maybe friends uh, and their families are dealing with uh, an individual that's very close to them that is suffering from Alzheimer's disease. Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's disease. So, yeah, brain health is important. Uh, you know, it is definitely improved by that intermittent fasting. The last thing, anti-aging. So, hmm, you want to know how sometimes some folks look uh, uh, so good? <laughs> the intake and what they're having, how often they're doing that calorie intake or eating any type of uh, any type of foods. And that includes fruits and vegetables, too. So um, but intermittent fasting can extend the lifespan. Uh, and although it was tested in, uh, you know, our little rodents that we sometimes don't like, uh, it it shows within humans as well. So it extends the life it, uh, from studies show, have shown that uh, when rats have fasted, or other rodents have fasted, they live 36 to 83% longer than those that have not. So, you know, all of this research is still in its early stages. Some of the studies were really, really small. So, yeah, you, you do have to take it with a grain of salt, mind you. But humans, they have live a different quality of life. So you do have to figure that there are still some uh, underlying factors or context that have to be taken into consideration too. So hmm. the last thing that they mentioned though, the article mentions about you're able just to sim- live a, a, a simpler life, a healthy, simpler life. Um, even though it can be hard to maintain, but it, it's 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 simple. It is simple, but uh, that's why you know we understand now why folks do they plan for they do meal prep, um, or in the case of intermittent, they don't have that much to plan to do. You know, throughout the day, you know, they just know that okay, during this time period, I need to have one. Or two meals available. Um, they need to be substantial, or or not, or just where I'm not going to be gorging myself uh, with a lot of calories, but it's going to satisfy, you know, my body need what my body needs, and then, you know, the rest of the time, okay, I'm drinking water or. Again, they didn't say that you could not totally eat, but 
it might be smaller things like a handful of nuts or again you'd have to do a little bit more research i personally will have to do a little bit more research as well but it will simplify your life even though sometimes it can be might be a little difficult it will definitely simplify your life so there are still though even though this this is not a cure-all believe me it's not a cure-all because it still encourages or mentions that there are things to be aware of um intermittent fasting isn't for everybody uh so it if you're a person that is overweight or has had a history of disorders you can't just simply jump right into it without really consulting with any type of health professional um and if if you do and again i have to put that disclaimer out there i'm not a healthcare professional uh or a nutritionist but you can't do that without consulting with someone your doctor and and feel like this is the best route for me this is what i'm going to do there are some that do that you know ahead of time but you know they may have to then further consult with their healthcare professional because of some reaction that they had or results of whatever their actions were so find out first you know it it may be nice and say okay this is the route that i'm gonna go and if your body has never been used to it uh it may react in a way that uh, may not be what you thought <laughs> so let your doctor know and say hey this is what i'm thinking of doing uh i want to do you know intermittent fasting or you know i the the 16 16 uh, and 8 um you know fasting method or the five uh, to two ratio diet you know let them know and they may you may have to actually explain to them but again there are always things to be careful of and maybe to avoid um don't just jump into something just thinking that okay this is gonna this is gonna work for me just because i really want to lose weight really quickly because what if you do and then you come off of the fasting and then all of a sudden you know you start eating regular or no longer doing the fast and then your body reacts a totally different way or you start to put on weight even more quickly uh then you had lost weight you know what i mean anyway so it's important to to think about these things ahead of time ahead of time it goes on further because it's asked the question you know should women fast um what uh, you know safeties and uh side effects that you need to you know take into consideration um one of the things you know, frequently asked questions is you know can i drink li- liquids during a fast and you know interestingly enough uh, you know i mentioned water but they said the coffee, tea, and non-caloric uh, beverages are also fine. So what they're saying is not to add any type of sugar to, you, for instance, like to your coffee. And even small amounts of milk or cream may be okay, but again, in small doses. Water, on the other hand, I think for me, water is the best thing. <laughs> I don't really, I, I, can, I can drink coffee. I don't really care for tea that much because, well, you know, anyway. 
Um, water though, yeah. Uh, another one of these frequently asked questions: Isn't it unhealthy to skip breakfast? No, <laughs> is from what they're saying. Um, you just have to eat healthy food for the rest of the day, and then make sure that it is healthy, because. You know, you want to make sure that you are getting the necessary intake for your body um, without doing more harm than good. Uh, you know, you know, they say stereotypically breakfast skippers, they live a unhealthy lifestyle. Um, but that is, again, the reason why for the rest of the day, you have to make sure that you're eating very healthy because you know that's when you're really uh, trying to build up your metabolism it's like you're breaking your fast you know from sleeping however long you went to bed till in the morning you want to be able to like kickstart your metabolism so that you could continue burning that fat during that time period of the fasting like when you're sleeping uh you're hoping that you know that your body is actually using that you know burning that that or having ex accessibility to that um, that stored fat, so that it is starting to burn that. You want to continue that throughout the rest of the day. So if you, uh, yes, I know, I'm one of those individuals, sort of, you know, have uh, cereal immediate, immediately. I did that this morning. I'm, I'm going to admit, um, but you would need to. I would need to. We would need to. <laughs> Uh, skip breakfast. If you are going to skip breakfast uh, for the rest of the day, you need to have things that are healthy. Um, um, considering again the type of caloric intake you are having, so uh, so many different things, so many things to consider. But interestingly enough, this article um, that I was sharing with you uh, again. It is from healthline.com forward slash nutrition forward slash intermittent fasting. And again, this is the intermittent fasting 101, the ultimate beginner's guide. Um, I found it to be very, very helpful. Uh, and, you know, slowly feel that, you know, along with other things, this is going to help towards, you know, going towards that um adding toward that goal of, you know, weight loss, um, not even for myself, but for others, you know, so if you're listening to the show and again, you have an opinion, maybe have some ideas or, uh, something that you'd like to share in regards to maybe the, uh, intermittent fasting, you know, please feel free. You know, this is again, a show that is meant for the community. So it's not just me talking about, you know, what is to happen or, or whatnot, but yeah, it's it's really important. Ooh, and I have a phone call. Hi, caller. Thanks so much for your phone call. Uh, tell us your name and where you're calling from. My name is Beverly, and I'm calling from California. Oh, <laughs> hi, sister. <laughs> Both of your sisters, really. Oh, hey, sisters. Mm-hmm. How y'all doing? We're doing great. We're, you got us sitting here thinking about doing this, this fasting. Right. I'm telling you. 
what what do you guys think about it i mean from the stuff that i've talked about and you know the, from that article i mean it seemed for me it just seems like the very first one that i mentioned the 16 to 8 would be a great one or else the um uh, i think the 5 to 2 ratio one is are the two main ones that i'm really really thinking about cuz the 5 well, to 2 are you, are you gonna try it because what we would like to do is we would like to do it along with you sister is just afraid of someone telling her she can't eat well no and that's understandable but see considering like the 16 to 8 um so what i mentioned in that very first one i think that's the more popular one and the one that if you're going to begin that's the one to start with because it said that you know you basically are going to skip breakfast and oftentimes the majority of us do right and it's only at like one to one or two i'll say for myself it's at 11 30 12 o'clock when my stomach is like okay are you gonna put something in me (laughs) you know so it it is during the time period of one to nine so that eight hours is the only time that you are able to eat something so you know and oftentimes we really don't find ourselves eating past nine o'clock if we do we're doing something seriously we're doing ratchetness or something i don't know (laughs) but you know during the one to nine is when you know that you're going to be most hungry at least i know for myself that's when i'm like i I will be voracious but uh, you know i found myself admittedly even when i'm like at home and on a I'm on an off day, like not working, that if I am being voracious, I'm eating like (laughs) these bagged salads that they have, like these chopped salads. I will eat like Uh two. I will eat like two bags of that. And then I'll have some oranges and then I'll have something else. And then I'm like, oh, God, I've, I've eaten too much. But then I'm thinking, okay, I haven't done too badly because of the type of stuff that I've eaten. So within that time period is the important time that one to nine so that 16 to eight the re- it's just that the rest of the time you've got to be drinking water um you know you're going to be sleeping you know after nine o'clock so i don't know what do you all think i can't hear you <laughs> did i lose you sister I want, I want a fast, slow. <laughs> you want a fast, slow? Yes, I got my way up to the uh, power fasting that y'all talking about. But that's not power. Okay, well, if <laughs> <laughs> well, then we have to think of another route or think of a, another uh, option. What are my different hours that? That you can, um, you know, what what are the different hours that you can that you can eat between? Okay. Well, I mean, that's going to have to be something that we we look into. Why don't we try to do that research together, the three of us, and figure out? Um, and then, you know, every week, you know, we'll talk about it or share or. You know, if you want to comment on the Facebook page on what you'd like, you know, what you've done or something that you feel is maybe the best route for you, um, that's great. We could talk about that because, uh, you know, it is something that I've thought about. And 
honestly that day than when I had, you know, just I had literally had or woke up. I had like four or five oranges, had nuts throughout the day. You know, that little trail mix thing that I, I made. I think that was about a cup of that. And then I came home and I was like, I don't feel like having anything. Literally, I had like two or three other oranges and then I went to bed. It was it was it was the oddest thing, and I I didn't feel like starving, but I did drink a whole lot of water. So that is you know an important thing. Uh, I don't know if y'all like coffee or or tea or whatever. For me, it's it's water. It really is. Well, like, can I eat a cheeseburger when I'm fasting? <laughs> I don't know. We're gonna have to find that out. <laughs> You're so hilarious. <laughs> Really? Wow. I'm hoping I'll be able to still eat a cheeseburger. No. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, it. then you better cut <laughs> that cheeseburger up into small pieces and be like, okay, this hour I'm going to eat this piece. This hour I'm going to eat this piece. I don't know. Oh, I could do that. I could do that. I don't I know. <laughs> You're hilarious. Okay, well, if I could do that, then I might be able to work uh, this out. Oh, Lord. <laughs> You're funny. I could cut up my cheeseburger and be like, okay, my first... Hour. I'm gonna have this piece. Uh, well, I don't know. You know, like I said, I am no nutritionist. <laughs> uh, but we're gonna have to kind of figure this out together. <laughs> well, because it's gonna, it's gonna basically start kickstart your metabolism. It's gonna help with your insulin levels. Uh, it, remember, insulin. You know, if your insulin levels are like out of whack, I believe if they're too high, then your body is not going to be able to uh, have access to that stored fat and, and start using up that fat. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to burn that fat or use it in other ways. So if you're not like really exercising um, as much, I'll put it that way, as much, um, you want to be able to have some way of being able to burn that or have access to burn that excess fat um and so, so with, we keep giving it stuff right other stuff to burn then it's not going to ever get to that stuff no exactly and then it, it's going to add on more fat um to it or you know be based on the type of uh, whatever intake that we're having so i don't know i, I can't do no gandhi fast no, we not no, you know no. I can't do that, brother. Uh, well, I don't think uh, the only other. Well, see, I, I can't even say that. I was gonna say the other one is the five to two ratio one, where it's five, five hundred to six hundred um, uh, calories that you, you know, for in. I, I I think it's each day, but they're saying over two consecutive days. I don't know what that means. I'm gonna have to look some, do some more research to find out. And then the other five days you eat normally. But again, but again, if you're saying that you don't want to not eat so that I don't know, can you handle five to six hundred calories? Because that might just be like a few nuts <laughs> or something oh, for no. or, or for oh, the day. No. But don't try to go off and, and jump right into this right now. You know, we're we're on the air and we're talking about this and we, we kind of we need to kind of like do so, a little bit more research to find out. So we'll do that. And then, so, like you've already started. Well, not really. Um, I'm. I tr- think we should do like a 24-hour fast, just to like start it off. 
just give it a test run, see how it goes. I want to do like a 24 hour one for one day only. Okay. Where I can just only drink water the whole day. Okay. That's it. Well, okay. I think I don't think you should just limit yourself just to drinking water. I think you need to have something else. There's got to be something like having some nuts, having some type of fruit, you know, some something very small. So it almost sounds like you want to try to do the the five to six hundred, the the five to two ratio. But kind of like the six to six to one ratio. So the one day where you're just kind of like eating 500 calories for that one day. So we're not full, totally fasting altogether with just drinking water. I, I'm, I'm not even going to lie. I don't think I could do it. Um, I, I think I could do it for 24 hours only. Uh, oh, I, it's like if it got to continue another day, I'm done. Uh, yeah, I know. Admittedly. You know what I'm saying? Like I need some... Crab legs and some lobster tails and you know, <laughs> with a gang of butter. Right, I know, because that's what I was thinking. I was like, uh, "What about I need? What if I want to have somebody's presenting some oxtail or some rice and beans right. or whatever?" I'm like, uh, "I'm giving up." Yeah. Fast? What fast? <laughs> I, I I just didn't have anything to eat this today. Whatever. No. Um, and then I'm going to convince myself of why it's okay. Right. Now, exactly. Like, I'm going to do that. I well, know that. Well, why don't we take it offline? You know, thank you all so much for calling in. We're nearing the end of the show and everything. But why don't we take it offline and we'll talk about it a little bit more. And we'll really break it down and have a better discussion on it. All right. All right. We love you, Abuji. <laughs> we love you, Abuji. <laughs> We love you all too. I'll talk to y'all later. Thank you all so much for your phone call. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> love you. <laughs> Bye, my nephew. Love you. Oh man. Uh I love when family calls. Makes you miss them. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Oh, my goodness. Uh, there was more information that I wanted to share, but I'm glad that they called and, and kind of you know, joined in on the conversation or the information that I was sharing about intermittent fasting. Uh, thank you all again for tuning in. Remember, I'm here every Saturday at 10 a.m. right here on WEQY 104.7, the voice of the East Side. Until next time, folks, and as I end every show, I want to remind you never to let anyone tell you what type of foodie to be because we are in this together and food builds community. Peace. Sit down with the unbougie foodie.